Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am so excited to be joined by a couple of my buddies here. I feel like we all haven't been together in quite a while, and we're only missing one of us tonight. So let's go around the room, see how everyone's doing before we get into this awesome topic. Going to start with my friend up in the cold area of the United States. Dan, how are you, man? I'm good. Actually, I'm not cold. It's been actually pretty nice here in the Chicago area this week. We I think we almost touched 60 degrees uh, today, which was pretty remarkable. I mean, it's just... It it stinks though because it's just uh it's all smoke and mirrors because Friday we're supposed to get like six inches of snow so uh, I'm you know we're we're getting closer it's March so we only hopefully have like another month the, the boys jinxed it I'm so mad at them like a week ago they pulled the snowblower out of the garage and they tried to put it in the shed in the backyard <laughs> and I'm like what are you guys doing you guys are killing me and then sure enough a week later. Uh, we're getting six inches of snow this weekend. Go figure. Oh, that's awful, man. Well, I'll tell you one guy who's not getting any, and he's sitting there, and I just know just the other day I uh, had some beach time and getting the sunshine and just kind of laughing at the people that he uh, left behind up in the Northeast, and that's uh, Mike. How are you, bud? Yeah, it was good. I was really enjoying that. I was kind of, I mean, we know some of the people from the DDP podcast family that I left back in New York. Uh, I was texting them because it was a beautiful day out. It was in the uh, upper 70s, low 80s here. Uh, Sarah was at the beach. We were having a nice family day um but you know they got three inches of snow but i think justin you can agree i think we have about five inches of pollen that oh. have fallen it's you know if i had saw this in the brochure before i came down here maybe i would have thought twice about it but holy cow the pollen is just insane and um they said it's like it's bad and you know it's bad and, it, and it's literally thickness on your car uh they have pictures of the ocean you know like over here in Myrtle mm-hmm. beach with all of that they've never seen like that much yellow in the water before it looks completely <laughs> gross but um luckily it goes and comes pretty quickly and um i'm not gonna get my car stuck in it uh, as bad as my car might look right now my white car looks kind of yellow but uh you know everyone's going through the same thing but uh and i have a sore throat and a dry throat to go with it but it's not too bad other than that i'll take that over the snow any day Look, I'll take I will take the pollen. This is when we call us the land of mouth breathers because we're all none of us can breathe through our nose because the allergies are just so bad from the pollen. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna go to my buddy for the, to the south because he looks a lot like me, buddy. We have a sunburn, and then I'm talking about the one, the only, Mr. Aussie Dave. How are you, man? I'm good, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. How's your sunburn? Uh, getting there. Not too bad. Yeah, I got. I forgot to reapply the other day, and so I've been trying to get that, like, make sure I reapply. Otherwise, yeah, <laughs> makes me a like little us. red. <laughs> well, things are good here in Charleston. Uh, I'm excited to be back in town. Of course, I was on a cruise miss last week, uh, but excited to be back. Uh, you know, this episode we're going to jump right into it. Came about not because of one of us coming up with an idea. This came from you. Came from the DDP family because uh, for a long time now, a couple people have been coming out and saying that they are wanting us to uh, go with a more adult theme on one of our Facebook groups. Um, you know, we've always kept it super family friendly all the way around, but one of the huge parts of any Walt Disney World vacation is for the parents to be able to enjoy an adult beverage around the world. And uh, look, we agree that it is sometimes well needed uh, after a 3 p.m. meltdown or maybe you've rope dropped and you've gone all day long that maybe you need to find that perfect beverage. And people have been wanting us to create a DDP drinking page on Facebook where people can go share recipes, share their ideas and their, their favorite drinks around the world. And so that's what tonight is all about because we are going to do that. And by doing that, we're going to roll out this episode, episode 284, and we're going to talk our top 10 drinks of Walt Disney World. So we're going to take you around the world and maybe some drinks you've never heard of, drinks you've never tried, but this will make your list to the next time you're in Walt Disney World. You can go around, find these, and check them out. I'm super excited about it. I have to tell a funny story, though. You know, Dan is the new guy on the block. You know, whenever you get a new guy 
on the block, they get a little uh, grief. You know, we, we give them a kind of a hard time. Dave and Joe moved out of that uh, once Dan came in, came on the show. And so Dan texted me. He said, hey, why Thanks, don't Dan. we do this show? Why don't we do this show? Uh, the guys don't even know this happened. Why don't we do this show on uh, drinks at Walt Disney World? Why don't th- I, th- I think we should do it all about top 10 drinks. And I think we should, uh, you know, talk about this and this. And Dan had never pitched an idea for a show before. And so I told him on the phone, I said, dude, that is an excellent idea. I love it. I think this is one of the greatest ideas you've had. Do me a favor and text the guys because we're all in a text group. And so I stood there with my phone. And as soon as Dan texted his idea, I just texted such a dumb idea. You know, just <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> just, just to give him a hard time. Uh, but Dan, this so, was uh, this was your idea, man. Excited yeah. to get into it tonight. But but here's here's the here's the backstory though, because once you did that, this is how my mind works. Because I know how you work. I was thinking I was getting set up, so <laughs> we were going to do this drink or this this whole you know show on the top ten drinks. And you guys had a separate text thread, but like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Once we get onto the Zoom, <laughs> this is going to be the topic, and Dan's going to be like left hanging out to dry. And I would have just been like, disconnect. <laughs> oh, man. There's there's nothing more. Dan always sends me a thing. It just says, why are you the way you are? Uh, you know, <laughs> it is. Dave's like, yep, uh, he is 100%. Um, and I always come off as the nice guy, I think, uh, in, in, in what everybody He's thinks. Not. But let's get... <laughs> Let's get right into it. Uh, guys, top 10 drinks of Walt Disney World. A lot of these are ones that I have not tried personally. Um, so I'm excited to get into it. And let's start right at number 10. We are talking about the Duck Duck Raz over at the Boathouse. Dave, this is one that you threw out there. And I've got to say, I've never tried this one before. Oh, it is delicious. I mean, the Boathouse uh, is renowned for uh, as a great bar. Uh, it's got some great uh offerings that are regularly available uh so it was kind of a little difficult even just to pick one i know mike threw out a shipwrecked drink that is over there as well uh but the it is absolutely delicious yeah and And i I tell you what oh go ahead sorry no, I, I was laughing because I realized I was moving a piece of equipment on my desk and I had bumped the um text to speech aspect of my phone and in our text message if i sent it right now it literally has everything i just said i love it uh, I, yeah I, i'll I delete do, that i do that every now and then uh the duck duck Raz, what type of drink are we looking at whenever we talk about this drink so um it comes in a very small little martini glass um and uh i've actually got the recipe brought up for it uh it is two parts raspberry vodka Two parts peach schnapps, one part blue car- curacao. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, um, yeah, n- not a huge drinker, so making sure I'm pronouncing all of that correctly. Um, but I was in my day, but not anymore, old man. Um, shush. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I left it open and I closed it immediately. Uh, so it is. Uh, it comes in a small martini glass. Uh, it's uh, blue, obviously, because of the curacao. Uh, but then the thing that really makes it is it has a small little rubber ducky floating in the top of the drink as it arrives at your table, which is uh, somewhere between cute and fun and weird and what is going on. Instagramable, have eat, right? Have you ever eaten totally at the boathouse? Instagramable. Oh, I've eaten there a number of times, dude. It's we. Have I haven't eaten there. since they. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. The boathouse, I definitely have. I keep thinking, um, uh, paddlefish for some reason. And we all ate there together. <laughs> Where were you that day? <laughs> Literally sat in boathouse <laughs> with you. I don't. Sure I, 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 I snuck over and had a few duck duck asses. Okay, yes. I don't remember. <laughs> Um, but no, I've eaten there on a number of occasions. Um, I have not eaten a paddlefish either. My wife has a couple of times. She really enjoys it, but, and some of the drinks over there, but Boathouse is my go-to. I love it. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. I love that restaurant. Um, there's so many great, it was really a hard list to do because there's so many great drinks around Walt Disney World property, but we kind of wanted to jump around and I know people are going to say, Look, there's this, this, and this, even at Trader Sam's, that's better than that drink. Well, we only wanted to do one drink from each place. We wanted to legitimately uh, hit hit and go, hit and go, and go all the way around the world. And that is why we are taking the feedback and forming a group. If you have an opinion on this and you're like, why isn't this drink included? We're forming this group so that you can get in there and tell everybody about that one drink that makes Disney World special for you. 
Hundred percent. I absolutely love it. Let's move on to number nine. Uh, this is one that I also have not had. It is at one of my favorite lounges. I think one of the most underrated lounges on Walt Disney World property, and that is heading over to Coronado, uh, over to the Grand Destino Tower, upstairs to the Dahlia Lounge, and that is the Grand Gin Tonic. Dan, I know this is one of Jen's, your wife's favorite drinks on Walt Disney World property. Yes, yes, and actually the you know. Props got to go out to Lori Euler. She's the one who had messaged me and told me uh, when we were staying at Coronado that uh, she knows Jen likes gin, and uh, I think she found that out on the on the uh, Royal Caribbean cruise. So she she messaged me and said you have to have her try this drink because uh, it's it was it's one of her favorites. Uh, this one is Ford's Gin. It's house made saffron orange tonic, soda water, and then it's topped with rosemary. And then the uh, the bartender will light it on fire just for the aromatics, and it's actually pretty good. Uh, I'm not a really a gin person, but uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I can tell you, and Jen's probably going to kill me. She enjoyed it a little too much, um, where she was uh, she she spent a little time on the bathroom floor, I think, <laughs> over oh. at, uh, over in our room at Coronado, uh, oh. because I think she had a couple of those, and those are big drinks, by the way. Like it's it's a large glass that they put it in. And uh, that one definitely got the best of her. But she uh, she was a trooper, and she had one the next day, too, because she liked it that much. Dahlia Lounge, for me, is so underrated. I mean, one, it's the highest lounge on Walt Disney World property. So anyway, anytime you're, you want to go somewhere and really be able to see all of Central Florida, go up to Dahlia Lounge. Um, it's not extremely busy. At least, Dan, every time I've been, it's not extremely busy. No. You can kind of go up anytime and, and get a chair, get a seat. Um, they've got some really right. cool seating options too. Like yeah. if you want to, if you want to seat at the bar at, um, at contemporary at, at Cali- uh, yeah, California at grill. grill, like you've got to be there like an hour before it opens waiting. Like if you want to seat at the bar here, yeah. Like you might be able to get in with like, give it 10 minutes, 20 minutes and you'll find a spot. Like they, they rotate them through pretty fast. They, they do a great job there. There's great food options. Um, there is. While we're talking about that bar, if I'm not mistaken, we have a listener who uh, works uh, for the Disney company who opened that particular that location is as well. Hundred percent true. Yeah, hundred percent true. He is a great guy, and we and we love having him. Uh, and uh, not too long ago, only a couple of weeks ago, um, he became an actual dad as part of uh, a listener of the Disney Dads. Uh, yep. Shout out to Aaron. Yep, he uh, Aaron showed my showed me around, told me the stories about Dahlia Lounge. Um, they actually have the Justin chair. In case you guys have never been, there's the Justin chair. You can sit in it. Um, it's very famous up there. And if you go, you can take a selfie. Make sure to post it on DDP today over on our Facebook page over there. And it's um it's, it's the chair, and it looks like it's built for a king. Have you ever seen those chairs, Dan? They're massive. Like they are the biggest. Cha- I look like a small toddler whenever I sit <laughs> in those chairs. They're so big. Um, so really, really look like a small toddler when you sit in any chair. <laughs> I can't help it. You know what I mean? Right. You know, they walk, I walk in with Dave and they go, oh, it's you and your grandfather. I say, oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, wow. They've also got some uh, awesome seating on the outside patio. You can go out there yeah. if the weather's nice and sit and enjoy the view, which is really nice. So the Grand Gin Tonic over at Dahlia Lounge. But look, moving to number eight, we cannot pass up heading over to Hollywood Studios and heading over to galaxy's edge and mike one of your favorite drinks to enjoy is over in galaxy's edge in ogus cantina and we were talking about the fuzzy tauntaun yeah not only are you getting a really cool drink but you're getting in a really cool atmosphere um you know having a drink in a restaurant and a lounge is a great thing but when you're a star wars fan you get to actually have a drink in a cantina makes it that much less special <clears throat> Uh, I, I've been trying to make the uh, Olga's Canteen as part of my regular practice whenever I go to Hollywood Studios. I try and get that reservation. I've lucked out quite a few times. And when I do go, one of my favorite ones to get is the Fuzzy Tauntaun. And if you haven't had it before, if you haven't looked up the menu, uh, it's a it's a Sirico Peach Vodka with peach snaps, orange, tangerine, sugar, and it's called Buzz Button Tinglers. And that's kind of makes, kind of like what mm. makes a drink special because when you drink <laughs> it, it makes your lips numb. And if you ever wanted to buy it yourself, they actually sell that kind of additive on Amazon. So if you ever wanted to buy it and kind of make your own drinks at home uh, as a kind of a cool thing, they sell it for about 25 <laughs> bucks a bag for that that tingling sensation you get on your lips. And um, very, very cool. You know, the Tauntaun's a small part of the of the of you know of the the, the Star Wars saga series, but uh, they have a fantastic drink. So they definitely left their mark when it came to that. What's the tingle stuff called again? I'm on Amazon right now. Buzz Buzz Tinglers. 
Buzz. Buzz button buzz. tinglers. I'm sorry. Buzz button tinglers. Button. Hey, your buzz button. Yes. It'll tingle <laughs> yes. your buzz button. All right. Hold on. So. On the doll, can you show me where the buzz button is? <laughs> I'm only getting. Oh, here it is. Yeah, electric okay, dust, yeah, yeah, buzz it. button yeah, flavor, and sensation enhancing dust. Yeah. 18 here, ounce bag. Guys, here's what we do. Hey, Dan. Turn us off for a minute. <laughs> Next time we're all hanging out, we'd sneak this in Dan's drinks, like just his Diet Cokes or whatever he's all drinking. Anything. All of them. Every one all of them. them. Love it. <laughs> okay, come back, Dan. Can I, can I turn it back on now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it back on. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, I tell you what, it's for me, I love Ogas. I, I don't go as often as I should. It's one of my favorite drinks whenever I, I – if I go to Ogas, I get this. Like I, I always have a fuzzy tauntaun before I do something different. So super exciting today. And also talking about – there was some other exciting news today in Galaxy's Edge. There was indeed. Yeah, I heard, Mike, uh, you might be jealous. Mandalorian's going to be showing up at uh at, at there with I'm, Grogu. I met a Mandalorian today. Nice, nice. Uh, I, I, as, and a child. I, uh, as as we're recording now, I got home from work. I had a, had a, a, a meeting with my accountant to do my taxes, and then I jumped on here. And I have to get up earlier tomorrow, but there's no way I'm going to bed tonight without watching the new episode of Mandalorian. Oh, so, yeah. Um, no matter how late it gets, no matter how tired I'm going to be at work tomorrow, I'm definitely putting it on as soon as we're done with the show tonight. Can we record until 1 a.m. just to mess with Mike's <laughs> sleep? Like it matters. I'd still go to work <laughs> half tired. It doesn't really matter. What season is this? Three. Three. I haven't finished season two yet. Well, season two is like Book of Boba. What's yeah, that mean? That was Book of Boba Fett, and it was hard to get through. Yeah, it was hard. Okay, it is hard to get through. I can't get. I watched the episode where the, the the um. Whoa, whoa! Spoiler alert! No, the, the one, the one. I don't know even know what she is. Like, uh, she's like a gecko, like transferring, like transporting her eggs. Yeah, that was oh, a little yeah. rough to get through. Yeah, yeah man, I can't get past it. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, maybe I just need a couple fuzzy tauntauns in my life to yeah. sit down and enjoy and, and finish this out. Uh, let's move on to number seven. Uh, Mike, I'm going to stay with you because if there is anything, you and I you and I have been doing this show now for quite a while. And we travel together, we hang out, and there's one thing we both really, really enjoy, and that is a good Bloody Mary. When you were here in Charleston, me, you, and Jay – um, we went downtown early in the day. We had some great Bloody Marys downtown. But on Disney property, there's only a few places that you can really find a good Bloody Mary. And one of the best ones you can find, not only at Walt Disney World, but anywhere in Central Florida, is over at Old Key West. And we are talking the Bloody Mary at Old Key West, Mike. Fantastic drink. Yeah, Old Key West also happens to be one of those favorite places that I like to go to. Uh, as a DVC Vacation Club member, you tend to always be able to get a room there. They're in Saratoga because of the... <clears throat> The inventory they have, it's very easy to get a room. Um, and Olivia's, if, if you haven't been there, it's one of those like hidden gem secrets that if you're really looking for a dining reservation, you want to do something at a resort, maybe you're not staying uh, in the parks, it's a great restaurant. I've had some great brunches there. I've had some great breakfast there. And I've really had some good dinners there too as well because Old Key West tends to be one of the places that we stay quite a bit. Um, I, I hold the bar very high when it comes to Bloody Marys. It's one of my favorite drinks. And a lot of times I'll kind of rate an establishment on how good their Bloody Mary is. And they definitely have one of the best. Uh, I think one of the seasons that they use, and I kind of use in my own, is the Old Bay seasoning. And mm. if, if, you know, for those people that you know put the Old Bay on everything, I'm one of those people when it comes to my seafood yeah. stuff. I like Old Bay. Um, I actually had Old Bay goldfish crackers the other day. They're yeah. actually pretty good. But yeah. Um, but yeah, Old Bay is good. Goes on a lot of good things, and they add it to their Bloody Marys. A lot of times in their toppings, you know, the toppings can be a huge part of it. They always have bacon, olives, shrimp, celery. So you know, your typical staple staple Bloody Mary type toppings. But I think they do a fantastic job of it. I think it's one of the best ones on property. Yeah, it's that is one of those spots for me where the one thing about Old Key West, there's not a ton of food options over there. It's not like going to some of the other, uh, you know, deluxe resorts where they've got two, three, four restaurants at, at a spot. Um, but when you're there, this what they do have, they do really, really well. Like for for those of you who have ever thought, oh, I'm booking a last-minute Disney trip and I need a great place to eat, and you can't maybe get into some of those other places that you typically would go, go over to Olivia's. Uh, I think you'll you'll definitely be happy with your choice uh, heading over that way. I, I'm going to give a runner-up Bloody Mary just while we're talking about it. The sec My second favorite Bloody Mary on Disney property is actually at the Quiet Pool at um, the Polynesian, the DVC pool over there. Um, they put soy sauce in their mix, and so it gives it a little bit of a sweeter taste, and it is a excellent, excellent Bloody Mary uh, over there as well. So, have you ever had that one, Dave? No, I'm looking confused. I didn't know you were allowed at the Quiet Pool. 
Well, no. <laughs> it's they have a big shallow end, so I can I can oh, actually okay. swim laps there. It's look nice. at you, amazing. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, well, let's move on because I'm coming to you, Dan. Uh, this next one, the last time we were all down enjoying drinks together, or I was down. I was down um, on Marathon Weekend with all of our runners and the great John Castano, who ran Dopey and then went to uh, drink around the world and drink me under the table. Um, it was uh, one of his drinks that he definitely had to do was over in Japan, one of the best drinks at Epcot uh, over in Japan, and that is the Violet Sake. It was my first time having it. Dan, this is an excellent drink. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, John is the one who turned me on to this. Uh, he had mentioned it uh, a while back. And again, it's, it's, it's easy to drink. It's, I mean, it's, it's not too sweet. Uh, you, but the problem is you can't taste the alcohol in it. So that's why it could be a bad thing. That one has sake. It has purple pear juice and lime juice. Um, like I said, it is, it is really good. I'll post a picture of it in the, in the new, the new page, but, uh, it is an absolutely delicious drink. Uh, doesn't taste too sweet and not too much alcohol. Look at me, I was muted. See, you would think after 284 episodes, I wouldn't do this stuff anymore. But nah. it's allergy season. It was so funny, guys. When Dan, I wonder why you were Dan muted. And I did, Dan and I did patron. Uh, Dan and I did patron for the last show, and I, the allergies had kicked in, and I was having a sneezing fit. So I'm on video, right? And I'm trying to mute myself, and I actually turned the video off at one point. And then I t- come back with the video, and I only had two things to blow my nose with i had large post-it notes okay or i had clorox wipes and i was they're lemon flavored uh so do you say flavor when you talk about um cleaning products (laughs) (laughs) scented is the word you're looking for i went with a shirt on I went with the post-it notes. Oh, thank so, God um, you went with the post-it notes. Yeah, with the post-it notes. <laughs> I was going to say, you got a shirt on. That's what... Yeah. It was quite the experience. Well, this was after my cat had had an accident in my lap right before we recorded. Oh, so All right, It wow. was quite the quite the patron uh, episode that we did there. Um, <laughs> if you're not a member of the patron group, look what you're missing out on. Click that link below, <laughs> and uh, for a little $2 a month, you become part of the patron family. Um, Violet Saki, Mike, you ever had it? No, I have not had that. I had this, And I saw the picture that Dan posted in, in our little group thing, and it looks really cool. Yeah, I think that's right up your alley, man. It's uh, it's sweet. It's on a hot Disney day. I think it's absolutely, absolutely perfect. Um, let's move on to number five. This was something that is more of a seasonal drink, if I'm, mm. if I'm not mistaken. I've never had it before, but we're gonna stay in Epcot. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna take a right and we're going to take a little stroll, uh, and we're gonna head over to Germany. And we're gonna go at number five with the Glühwein. And Dave, I'm coming to you to talk about it. Uh, the Glühwein. So I have to talk about it, but it's really not even my drink, okay? Uh, this one is brought to you by my wife, Melanie, and this is her. I feel like Christmas for her doesn't start until she tastes the Glühwein in Germany. Like, this is her thing. This is her drink. Um, she loves it. Uh, it's a mulled wine. Uh, actually, in doing some research for this, yes, for this topic, I even Googled some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, found out, I found out that it actually means glow wine because of like the warm feeling that it gives you. Oh, yeah. It's like being my German, friend. That's the German translation. We'll keep moving. Um, so it's a, it's a warm mulled wine and, um, and they, they kind of say that you, if people are making Glühwein, you can mess with it and add what you want to it. And um, and you can find some recipes uh, online for even what they put into the uh, Epcot version of of it. Um, but it is, um, and like you cook it like in a, in a slow cooker. So mm, like you, okay. so that it slowly heats through, you don't want to like boil it or anything. You want it to slowly warm. Um, but it's a bottle of red wine, which is always just a good place to start. <laughs> um, half a cup of sugar. And they apparently add three whole cloves, two sticks of cinnamon, two star anise pods, anise, mm-hmm. anise pods, uh, and uh, one orange sliced. And then 
while it warms all of those different flavors like infuse into the liquid and then you ladle it out and uh and drink it they say like one of the good things about it is if you don't end up using it all at a party or something like that you can then like reheat it a second time like so yeah um there's some good elements to that and uh the other tip is that you should put like the cloves and the cinnamon and all of those things in whole like you're not breaking them up you're not yeah um in order to make sure that you're uh, brewing it correctly. I suppose that's the word for that preparation method. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. So Gluvine, uh, it's my wife's go-to for the holiday season. Uh, it's offered every year uh, in Germany during the, uh, in the lead up to Christmas. I think I may make a batch of that here this okay. weekend. Like in a bathtub? Or? 80 degrees? Can we, yeah. can we, it's just the four of us, right? Right. Oh, can nobody I, else listens to this. It's fine. Can, right. can I can I chat with you guys about something about suitors? What? Our Christmas tree's still up. Oh boy. So is somebody else's. Like, not, my, not mine. Just to just to be clear for everybody else listening, because let's be honest, it's not just the four of us. Today is the first of March. <laughs> <laughs> it's March first. <laughs> you've had i don't turn it on than... I'm, not, I'm not psychopath i don't turn it on <laughs> ever no 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 i don't I, I unplugged it from the wall i didn't want to be tempted you've had more than two full months even with february being a short month you've then got an that's additional what i believe those extra two days i'm missing out in february nope. is really something an extra week you're gonna feel like silly gooses Christmas. though when i'm enjoying my glue vine and you guys can't so i don't even want to mike you, you know someone else's who trees up yeah and i don't want to blow up a spot but i was at somebody's house recently somebody who we love very very much in his house oh it's was... rick it's gotta be rick <laughs> it's gotta be rick that's, i love rick. That's, 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 i knew rick was my boy i knew man instantly i, I birds I, of I, a feather I, flock together i love him i absolutely love him. it's just exhausting to take it down it's so pretty i don't want to take it down it's uh, in the ceiling of my garage like it's yeah well packed. you know it's like, it'll, it'll come down eventually isn't it'll, yours in like that little nook or whatever it's in an alcove right there yeah so like why don't why don't you why don't you just get like some drywall to put in front of it? Just a, a curtain. curtain. Yeah. Okay. Hey, curtain. Don't pay attention to <laughs> what's behind the curtain. Hey, no, it's unveiling every it. year. Ta da! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we do a whole thing. Da 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 da. <laughs> All right. Moving, moving on, uh, moving on to number four on our list: the top ten drinks at Walt Disney World as we unveil this brand new DDP group. Uh, we're moving over to one of my favorite spots. We're staying in in, uh, in Epcot. We're going around and we're hitting Mexico and we're heading into La Cava. This is a super interesting drink. Not a lot of people order it because the price tag is relatively high. I have ordered it, not knowing the price tag. But I saw someone do it, and I was like, I want one of those, too. Um, and we're talking about the Alabrije. Uh, Sorry, I always there mispronounce that. Uh, Dan, Alabrije over at La Cava may be the most interesting drink on our list. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of great drinks at La Cava. This one's just unique because it's not on the menu, so it's kind of a secret menu item. So you kind of feel cool going there and like, hey, and I'm going to order this drink that's not even on the menu. You you know, you can look cool in front of your friends. It is really expensive. I can't remember what I paid for it. I think it's about $50. Yeah, it was like, I thought, it well, when I was there, I thought it was less than that. I thought it was like, with tip, like, with tip. Yeah, I thought it was like 36 to $38. Oh, well, penny there. Yeah, Dan's showing out the big bucks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that has, it has Blanco tequila, uh, Chinola passion fruit liqueur, fresh lime juice. It's shaken, and then they kind of smoke it in this glass dome. And then they have this mixed berry flavored bubble that they put on top. You get a Disney glow cube and a like a plastic souvenir glass as well. It's really cool. I mean, it's a cool experience to video and just take pictures of. Um, it's a really strong drink because it's all alcohol for the most part, and it is pretty strong, but it is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of money, so you you have to be you know you have to be all in on you know making sure you're taking pictures of everything because again, I'll, you know, most of the drinks in Epcot are pretty expensive. This one is almost double the price. Yeah, it's it's an experience above all, and it was funny because I saw this bachelorette party order it first time I ever got it, and I, right afterwards I was like, I want to do, I want one of those too. And he goes, This is normally a drink for the ladies, and I was like, I want one. You know what I mean? So you can you can go ahead and keep that bubble gun out, buddy. All right. And, and we all went, Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, next time you're there, or next time we're all in the park together. This is something we ought to do as a group is to at least try this so you guys can see it. Mike, have you ever seen it 
in, in the in Lakava? Just online. I've just I've just seen the videos of people posting stuff, Instagram tags, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've never seen it in person yet. No, no. Hold on. I know what this is. This is Justin setting us up so the four of us wearing matching shirts all drink four straws in one glass. Like, 100%. Just so we can look just like one of those bachelorette groups for him. <laughs> I looked at... I would love that, actually. That would make me extremely happy. You, you understand. You understand that I, I don't get embarrassed, so... That would actually make me extremely happy. Um, as I as I called Mike and Rick, uh, FaceTimed them, and while they were on the Disney train, I I went choo 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 just out loud at all the people, you know. As they go kisses, you know, all this stuff. Um, they really enjoy my my company. Um, this would be a fun drink for us to try, and I actually looked at ordering one of those bubble guns that they use on it. It's super yeah. cool, but they're like two hundred dollars. They're expensive. Um, That's why the Daddy drink Warbucks, is so expensive. Daddy Warbucks Mike needs to get one so we can all go to his house and play uh, drinks and stuff like that. They play got them on Amazon? Dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to order that and some, uh, <laughs> some buzz button tinglers and have a real party. <laughs> I love it. Let's move on to number three. Mike, I'm coming to you. Um, now we're getting to some of those that are really some of the most popular drinks at Walt Disney World uh, because they are. this drink may be the one of the most drank how can I say this? Drank, drunk, drinks at Epcot. I should be drinking right now. I'd be able to say it better. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the one of the drinks that people enjoy the most, and that is the Grand Marnier slush over in France. Mike, it's just a fantastic beverage, especially on a hot day. Yeah, you know when I first started going to Disney, and everyone was like, "Oh, you have to get these these really cool, unique drinks around Epcot." Uh, the Grand Marnier slush is the first one that came up. Um, it was probably one of my first uh, drinks because you know I went as a kid, you know, with my family, and my first time going as an adult was with my kids. So I want to say probably one of my first adult drinks that I ever had in Epcot, which is a recommendation through probably some website or some blogger or something, was the Grand Marnier slushy. And if you haven't had it, you'll know it where it is because there's usually a line for it because it's a very popular drink. Um, if you like these particular ingredients, it's one part Grand Marnier, uh, one part Grey Goose of vodka, two parts of sweet and sour mix, and one part of simple syrup blended with ice to give it that kind of slushy effect to it. And um, I like it. It's really, really good and refreshing on a, on a very hot day. But on a very, very hot day, it sneaks up on you pretty quickly because uh, it, with, with that cold ice, it's very easy to drink and um, it can definitely hit you. So uh, as you're walking around Epcot on a hot summer day, just be careful drinking too many of them. But it's definitely a good flavor nice hot day kind of drink dan this is one of those two that they get you with the price sometimes because they always ask you do you want a floater and i go yeah of course (laughs) i do and all of a sudden that drink turns into about a 26 dollar drink 23 dollar drink that you're that you're doing dan have you enjoyed this one before oh yeah i this is one of jen's favorites too i mean it i think you need that floater because it you i mean otherwise you can't taste the alcohol at all in my opinion um so I mean, again, having that floater on there, it's uh, it, it'll it'll definitely bite you a little bit, but it'll bite you in the pocketbook too. But this is one of my favorite drinks in Epcot, so I'm glad it's on uh, in our top three. Dan seems like the kind of guy that would carry a change purse, Dave. <laughs> I just assume everybody does. I'm like he he didn't want to misplace a, penny, a change so purse, or one of those guys that has like the little silver things with the little slot things on his on his thing on the belt, the belt buckle one. Uh, Dave, is this one of those you enjoy every now and then? Grand Marnier uh, slush. I have, I have, I, I love the, I love the fact that they go down easy. Is that not how I'm meant to be drinking them? We're not standing <laughs> at the bar pounding three of these things and then walking away. I think it's the, I think it's the like Grand Marnier is like a solid alcohol on its own. Yeah, and it's then you're adding yeah. it, and but then you're adding it into like a vodka based drink and suddenly you're yeah there's a reason it's biting you in the pocketbook you got a couple of drinks all loaded in that one thing coming at you and it goes down real good do you want to know here's a little trivia for you a little grand marnier trivia you ready name me the city in the world where grand marnier is drank the most per capita hold on um can you give us a country uh I'll tell you this. I'll say, uh, give me a city in the United States where Grand Marnier is drank the most. It's going to be something like Orlando or... Yeah, it should be Orlando. (laughs) Because of the citrus element. It's not Orlando. No. It's got to be in the South. Mike, you got a guess? Uh, California. Yeah, I was going L.A. Okay. The city where it is drank the most, it is the number one place in America. It takes down more Grand Marnier than anywhere else in the United States. 
is Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Really? Really? Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. seen it on a shelf. Yep. Grand Marnier is <laughs> uh, yeah, the number one. It doesn't long, apparently. <laughs> so Grand Marnier, for some reason in Myrtle Beach, Grandma, as they call it, or Grand Marnier, became a shot, favorite shot uh, for people in the South, and it is uh, the number one ingested uh, place of Grand Marnier in the United States. I have a Grand Marnier story, which I'm going to tell in On the, patron the beginning side. of Patron. I like it. Let's do this. Yeah. I used to bartend in Myrtle. I've got lots of Grand Marnier stories. Um, <laughs> let's move on. We're moving on to another absolute favorite. Dave, I am coming to you because you brought to light the fact that we might be having, or we do have, a new version of this, and we are talking about the iconic Dole Whip, but adding a little rum to it, but now we might have something new. Yes, indeed. I mean, uh, Dole Whip is a is an iconic element of a of the Disney Parks experience. Um, it's been uh, a major part of visiting our classic Magic Kingdom style parks for literally decades. And then we saw some diversification of that in the last what. I don't know, 10 or 15 years or so, mm-hmm. um, where it started to pop up uh, with some rum offerings. Um, and and it used to be like one of those occasional things that was added in uh, over at Epcot. Uh, you used to find it uh, near the port of entry uh, as you head towards Canada. Um, and then um, it got a fixed offering um, in a couple of places. The corner in um, Africa as you cross the bridge headed towards Kilimanjaro Safari. And of course, at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, uh, just as you exit the doors heading towards the pool, there is a Dole Whip offering, uh, but you they then also have the adult element added into it. Um, it, it it's good. The it Dole Whip good. and Rum. Dole Whip and Rum is great. Um, and I know everybody right now is nodding their head listening to this uh as they drive to work or or drive home from work thinking about some doll whip and rum however while putting this list together and discussing with my wife uh where she brought up Gluevine, uh she went well you know about the sangria and i went i'm sorry what and apparently at disney springs very recently that i haven't tried it yet obviously because literally my surprise to this subject they have just released a dole whip with sangria offering and i am all about it i'm trying to figure out how we're going to because you know i love me some dole whip like tomorrow this needs to happen yeah i want to go and like grab some grab some drinks in disney springs purely to be like we're going to find this sangria thing (laughs) like let's make it happen your tour's like, we'd like to ride Rise the Resistance. And you're like, we're going to have drinks at get Sprint. Get in the car! <laughs> um, you no, don't no, like, get a choice. Oh, no. I'm going I'm going on my time. I'm taking a tour there. I love it. I'm going on my time. I love it. Um, it's Dole Whips are such an iconic drink. I think a lot of people don't feel like they have really had a Disney vacation unless they have a Dole Whip. And for those parents that you know need that extra little bit of kick to get them through the afternoon... This is a go-to, man. Who was it? Somebody was like really proud that they survived three hours before they got a. a do- I think it was Dana. Dana. <laughs> it was Dana <laughs> She's like, I did it. Like, yeah. I did it three hours. <laughs> I, I waited. I, yeah. I survived. Yeah, that was that good. Was... Uh, Dan Dole whips, especially Dole whips with with alcohol, coming in at number two on our list of the top ten uh, adult drinks at Walt Disney World. Do you think this is in the right spot? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I guess I know there's a small percentage of, of Disney folk that don't like the don't like pineapple, so they they don't really care about the Dole Whip. But I mean, this is just an iconic snack to begin with, uh, and I don't think there's one trip to Disney that we at least didn't have a Dole Whip in some form when we've gone. Because I mean, you can get them at Disney Springs now, you can get it at Epcot, uh, Animal Kingdom, you know. So I mean, there's so many places that you can get it. Um, so. At the very least, I have a you know I have a non-alcoholic Dole Whip at some point while we're in the parks. But um, I think one of my favorite spots is at the pool at the Poly. They do actually they make like a drink with it. It's like a, it's just kind of like a I guess a smoothie, but they just mix it with, with mix it with rum, blend it up, and they you know they give you a straw. So I mean that's actually really good. It's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, Dole Whip you can't go wrong. I you know so I I don't you understand seeking out the sangria. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be there okay. in a few weeks, so I will probably try it. Uh, I think I'm there like the 18th through the 22nd. So maybe uh, you can join Sounds me delicious. and Jacob Moore 
and hey, have a, yeah, uh, yeah. a sangria dole whip. I love it. Hey, Dave, just text him and say, yeah, I'll meet you there at this time. Sure. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, let's move on to number one. Lots of memories, especially for this show. I was have, going to say, I feel like made. this one gets bumped up the list just for us because the first time I met you was, was over this. this. Drink was, was involved. Yep. The first time I met the two of you. It was over this drink. Mike, and Justin, we're actually, and Jason. It's the only thing... Only time we're really staying in one location, and we're staying at the Poly, and there have been more memories made holding these pineapples. Forgotten. forgotten. More memories <laughs> forgotten. Uh, and we are talking about the the iconic, the amazing, the forgettable, if you have too many, Lapu Lapu. Absolutely Lapu. unbelievable. Mike, this is a staple for the DDP. It is, it is. And I want to add a little something to this because I, I might have mentioned it on the last show, but, uh, you know, obviously Rick and Joe and I were in Disney last week and we had to go to the Ticket and Transportation Center in order to uh, get our wristbands for the Tron experience, right? And they said, well, let's go to the Poly. We'll get a drink there before our wristbands are ready. And of course, we stopped to say hello to Aaron and Aaron was just opening up one of the restaurants. So we went there and we got Lapu Lapu's while we were there. So we, we sat in one of the lounges there. We sat in one of the upstairs areas because we couldn't get into Trader sam's because it was like a three-hour wait they had just opened and it was a three-hour wait i don't i don't get how that works but either way so me rick and joe had lapu lapus joe was convinced that he had to eat the entire inside of the pineapple so once he was done with his drink he kind of wanted to get i guess his money's worth so he went up to the counter and he got a fork and and whatever it was and he was literally digging and digging and what? digging, and digging. <laughs> yeah and and he ate the entire pineapple. So I didn't want to, you know, make him feel embarrassed. So me and Rick ate the inside of the pineapple as well, too. And it was really good because it kind of had that little bit of a rum soak to it. But, um, yeah, so new, new, new thing. Joel, Joel defend himself that he did the right thing. And he literally ate the entire inside down to the skin of the pineapple. So, you know, uh, go ahead. Oh, dude, you, show, you know what you should have done? It's one of my favorite things to do to people. You tell you tell people after they finish their drink if they turn their pineapple back in they get a deposit back <laughs> for their drink and watch them go to the bar and try to turn their pineapple back in it's hilarious it's so funny I I, I treated this time so if anyone was getting a deposit back it would have been me but uh, to quote to quote to quote Dan Rossi why are you the way you are <laughs> Just, next day everyone right now listening next time you're at Disney with your family or friends and they've never done a lapu lapu. Go up and buy one and then tell them, be like, when you finish it, just go, hey, if you'll take this up there, just let them know last name and they'll give us our deposit back on the on the pineapple. And watch get, the bartender's face. It's hilarious. You get a souvenir mug for finishing your drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't remember who it was. That, I think it was on the last DDP trip or on two DDP trips ago that tried to take one of the Lapu Lapus into the Magic Kingdom. Um, that would be... I can't, well, don't want to say who it was because... <laughs> Oh, we'll man. talk about that on Patreon. Yeah, it was so much fun, man. That that was amazing. Uh, Lapu Lapu's Dave, iconic drink, lots of fun. And you want to talk about sneaking up on you? Uh, this was the first time when first time I ever met Dave was over a Lapu Lapu, <laughs> and I watched Dave. I've watched Dave many times, many times over the years since hold court. And I watched him in uh, uh, the poly as we sat there and just hold audience. court holding this pineapple. <laughs> and I thought, I, I love this guy. This is my dude right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah. No, I'd been a dad for about, oh, hold on while I do the math. It was the second one had arrived. So I, it was my the arrival of my second daughter. And I want to say I, I'd been a dad for maybe six days of, of my second child. And, um, and you were all in town and you were going for drinks and I went, okay, so they're meeting at the contemporary and I'm just going to go meet a few of the people from the Disney dads. Um, yeah. Disney has podcast. podcast time. Yeah. And we're, and I'll just have like one drink and then I'll be home. <laughs> and like, so my wife has a three-year-old and a like less than a week old and i'm just pacing out to go drinking with some random people and about four hours later because <laughs> we started at the contemporary and then jumped to polynesian and i think i was two or three 
like yeah. Lapu's in, and it was I was like Lapu 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 in, and <laughs> I went, oh yeah, I should probably walk back to Contemporary to like sober up a little bit to make sure I get home nice and safe. But uh, yeah, that was that was really fun. I I I recall most of that evening, dude. It's that is one of those nights that was so much fun. Dan oh. Lapu Lapu's. I mean, it's such an iconic drink. Oh, yeah. I, I've only had it a couple of times, and unfortunately, I didn't get to have any uh, with you gentlemen. Uh, so usually I just kind of I can I, I only had one when I was staying at the poly a couple of different times. Again, it's it's a drink that will definitely catch up to you after a while because you don't taste the alcohol that much. And uh, and again, can you, uh, get you know, poolside? you can you can't order them poolside. I don't no. think I think you can walk up and get them and take them down. I've done that before. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah but you can't do that. And now I, I got to be honest, Mike. I'm kind of down with eating the inside of the pineapple. Like that sounds like <laughs> I'm kind of with Joe on this one. Like this is this we, is we legit. killed it. We demolished it. <laughs> he's he's also going to strap himself into Soren using the center strap as well. So. <laughs> he definitely is. Well, guys, this was our top ten list of uh, drinks, adult drinks at Walt Disney World. I hope you enjoyed it. But if you didn't and you think we got it wrong, guess what? Now's your chance. Right now, pick up your phone, click that link right below, and you become a member, one of the first members, because this group will open the day that this episode drops, and that is Disney Drinks with the DDP. Head over there, find it, check it out, join, and we will go there. This will be uh, more an adult-centered group, talking about all of our favorite drinks, all our favorite locations. Uh, maybe we're making something at home, trying some different recipes, making some adjustments to some Disney drinks to enjoy in our own personal lives. But this is your opportunity to go there and post those pictures, post those stories, do all that great stuff. So that group is now open. Click that link below. Join right now. And uh, we can't wait to see you over there on Disney Drinks with the DDP, hanging out and having some fun talking about your favorite drinks at Walt Disney World. Add to our top ten. Before we go to picks, though, really quickly, guys, I want to just jump around lightning lightning speed, okay? With your – what else should we have put on this top ten list that you guys didn't think of? Just throw them out there a couple of times. Dave, go ahead. Um, I, You know I love a Tusker beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a African Kenyan beer that, uh, they get specially imported. There's only a couple of places you can find it, um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think Mike and I and Justin had one at Hangar Bar. Was that right? I believe think so. so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Like we that. did. Yeah. So, um, but it, um, it's got. Uh, iconic uh, flavors of um, the, the beers that are brewed uh, down down in the south of the world, um, and it, it tastes like home to me. I love it. Nice, nice, Mike. Uh, you know, I have to stick with my Star Wars theme, and you know, you always can't get into Olga's. And I think that if you're in Galaxy's Edge and you can't get into Olga's, you have to do a blue milk. You know, they have the tequila, they have the rum, they have the additives you can put in. I particularly like it, the blue milk. So I would have to say, and you know what. If you have a kid that's with you, you can get a non-alcoholic also. So I think if you're going to have a drink and you didn't want the alcohol, maybe you didn't want to you know, go that route, I think that's a great option to have when you're walking around Galaxy's Edge. Does anybody on this like green milk? I didn't I think like it was too bad. Milks. I thought it was all right. No. I think, no, I think Dan, they're horrible. <clears throat> stop. Stop talking, Dan. Somebody can. <laughs> um, no. The green is appalling. I cannot get behind green. I don't understand people who like green. Uh, like... What's the flavors? What it, well, the blue tastes like a pina colada. Yeah. Okay. Less, and that's why they add rum into it. Yeah. The, the green green's more citrus, tastes, right? The green's like lime? The, yeah, but it then tastes like that that's then being pushed through a sweaty gym sock. Oh, delicious. Uh, into a cup. That's, that's, and then yeah, they've added tequila. some tequila. I, <laughs> I don't like it. Like, oh, that sounds awful. That sounds awful. I'm not a fan. I don't know mm. how to describe it, but I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something about hot day in Florida. I don't want any of that stuff. I just can't do it, Mike. I love <laughs> you. Can have a mine. bad choice. <laughs> you can you can have mine. Uh, Dan, how about you, man? Run uh, You know, one of my favorites uh, over in Italy is the Lemoncello Mule uh, so over good. at Via Napoli. That is so good. Um, and I actually replicated that at home just because we enjoyed it so much. That's an easy drinker. It tastes really good. Um, and then I mentioned this earlier too, when we were talking and I mean, it's not really a drink, but you know, I, am a big bourbon drinker now and there are some really hard to find bourbons at Disney that are reasonably priced or like, and again, I don't know, it may depend on where you live throughout the country, but like if you like a Blanton's or like an EH Taylor, stuff like that, it's really expensive out here in Illinois. And 
when I was in Disney, it was priced either cheaper or about the same that I would pay out here. Um, and you would think Disney would be more expensive. So again, I, I like going there and, you know, you can get some really good bourbons while you're uh, at some of the lounges. I'm going to give you a couple of mine real quick. Schafferhofer, of course, over in Germany. One of my favorites. It's a grapefruit beer. If you are uh, thirsty and it's a hot day, Schafferhofer can't beat it. Um, if I didn't mention this, Katie would murder me. Katie's not a big drinker, but she loves the grown-up lemonade at Woody's Lunchbox. Um, it was so good. Had it on my list as well. It's um, so good. I, I know of a couple of our listeners as well uh, that love to make a stop there. It's a, a big part of their visit to Disney's Hollywood Studios. The only problem is is that you've got to like order it for like an hour or because it's a, a drink only, if you do it as only a drink order, you can actually then go up to the person at the front and be like, hey, I just have drinks on my order. It's not food. It's for like an hour from now. Can you bump it forward? And they'll go, oh, yeah, sure. they'll prep it for you right now. So don't be, like, put off by the fact that, like, you can't get an order time at Woody's Lunchbox um, to place a drink order to get the adult lemonade. Um, you got to, like, just know that you can get that bypassed by the cast member out the front mm. if it's just a drink order. Things to know about. Uh, I think I actually got taught that by Scott Simpson. So. That's a great tip. Can't beat <laughs> that. For um, sure. And my last one is, of course, over La Cava. I love the jalapeno cucumber margarita. Um, it is spicy but cool and awesome walk-around drink as you go through. So some of our favorites over there, I absolutely love it. So right now, go and join the Disney drinks with the DDP. Join that Facebook group. Post some of your favorite drinks, recipes, all that good stuff. That group is now open and ready for you to join. Go be a part of that if you enjoy some adult beverages around Walt Disney World. I had a fantastic time, guys, talking about some of the drinks that I like to experiment with. I like a little mixology myself, kind of making stuff up that I've had in the parks and can do at home. Um, you know, one of those great things about when you go to do some of these drinks, whether you be at a fantastic place like Olga's Canteen or whether you be at the, you know, the Tambu Lounge having that huge pineapple, take a picture of those drinks, post them on our DDP page and our new drinking page because that brings us to my favorite thing every week. We have some great Disney Dad family that posts some great pictures and brings me to my favorite thing every week and that would be picks of the week it's time for it's us time to for get us our picks of, the week. picks of the week all right everybody it's been a fantastic week of pictures i've missed you all uh you know Justin, i haven't seen you in a while we weren't with us last week you know we got me and joe got to talk about our stuff with rick so uh why don't you give me what's your pick of the week yeah, I'm absolutely excited. Uh, I'm going to go with Ashley Lavorne Cook. She was down. She was uh, doing the Princess Half, and she said, Today was a core memory day for sure after questionable training, never going farther than a 10K, and my last run uh, at all being 10 days ago, I completed the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Ashley, absolutely awesome. Um, great family. Love seeing you down there and having a blast, and congratulations on that. Um, if you haven't done it, go over and join right now over at the DDP Today Sorcerer's Running Family over there. Uh, lots of motivational pictures um, with that, too. She posted a ton of pictures. One of the pictures on the page side, um, you know, whenever you're a runner, you got to ice those legs. And she made sure to take care of herself. And talking about the drink group, she was enjoying a beverage as she was icing those legs in, uh, in the bath. She said, Justin, how about a bathtub at Disney? Great way to use it. I absolutely love it. I'm going to do that next time I'm down. And I have gone uh, to the, getting too many uh, miles in the park. So well done, uh, Ashley. Super proud of you. Can't wait to hopefully run in January with you when we're down. And I will be doing the full. So maybe you can do the full with me and we can, uh, we can rock it up. Very cool. Great pick. Dan, what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to uh, Jenna Ramey. I love the Ramey family. They're so awesome. Uh, I haven't seen her post in a while, but they have a trip coming up here in 30 days. Um, and then she also posted, you know, just because she's, she's so nice. She had made some uh, some shirts for, for Daniel, and he didn't like them because they were they were too soft, I guess. So she was going to give them away to, to any, uh, any DDP member. I don't know if she found one, but uh, I will say that I'm a fan of those uh, those Bella those Bella shirts, I don't know if you guys know about those, but I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bougie, but uh, I, I like the softer shirts than the uh, than those tough, rugged ones. I, I don't know those shirts. I have to check them out in the uh, next time I go to the store. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, we love the Ramey family too. We haven't seen them in a bit. Uh, Dave, what's your pick of the week? So I uh, saw a post a few days ago. Uh, Lindsay Nicole uh, posted some pictures of an amazing pop up entertainment offering that has been happening for the last uh, couple of weeks and um, 
and I have walked past it on a number of occasions. I continue to be blown away. It is a Goofy uh, and Max meeting in Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's located uh, near Muppets, just before you enter the tunnel section that takes you through to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, on your right-hand side there, it's got Goofy and it's got Max, but Max is dressed as Powerline, and we saw Max make an appearance as Powerline during the Halloween party. Uh, he did the pre-parade for the uh, for the uh, parade, um, and they did all sorts of songs and performances going on there as part of that. Uh, um, it's great to see him. Very cool pick. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Bridget Talbot Williamson, who, you know, we just saw a lot of people were down there, especially with the running group, was doing their uh, Run Disney Weekend. And she had, she had another great and humid Run Disney Weekend, my first half since pre pandemic, uh, and a 10K with friends and a 5K with the HUD. So great for you guys doing that. A lot of people were down there getting those medals and uh, fantastic pictures. Great to see you getting out there and running. And you have my pick of the week. Absolutely love it. DDP today, uh, family. I tell you what, there is nothing better than seeing your pictures and uh, living vicariously through you guys. It's always so much fun. We appreciate everything you guys do and the type of family you are. And I'm excited for this new uh, Disney Drinks with the DDP. You know, it's something that a lot of people have been asking for for a couple of years now, and we kind of stayed away from it. But now, I mean, the group's getting so big that it gives you somewhere that you can go and you can have more of a specific kind of um, conversation and thought. So I'm excited about that. So go check that out. You click that link right below, and you can do that. Also, of course, the DDP Today Sorcerer's Running page. Also, we've got a lot of news coming out. We, of course, have the DDP Today Disneyland trip coming up. If you've not gotten a hold of us for a quote, get a hold of us. Show at awaywithmetravel.com. We are there, and uh, super excited to see everybody out west. We're going to have an absolute blast. If you've not checked out Universal Unleashed, go over and check that out. Dan and I are always over there talking some Universal news. And we are this week announcing the uh, year two of Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear event. That'll be coming up this September. We'll announce those dates over there. So check that out. If you're not subscribed to Universal Unleashed and you like the Universal Parks, go check that out as well. Guys, absolutely awesome show. Um, I enjoy a nice beverage when I'm in the Disney parks. I think it's always something fun, especially something unique to go and check out that maybe you can't get at home. And uh, it makes every, I think, Disney vacation a little more special whenever you can find a drink that you haven't tried before that you really enjoy and you can add it to your list and add it to your vacation and make that kind of a core memory for you for the rest of your Disney vacation. Super excited to talk about that. Uh, absolutely love it. So let's close it up. Over on the patron side, guys, we're going to continue this a little bit. Um, you know, there's a new restaurant opening at Hollywood Studios, and we're going to talk a little bit about, hey, if we could take any Disney IP and we could create a restaurant and place it somewhere within Walt Disney World, what would we want to do? What do we want Disney to look at if we have free reign to place a uh, Disney restaurant anywhere on property using any Disney IP that is out there. Super excited about that. We'll uh, talk about that on the other side. If you haven't done, of course, click that link, become a patron, you'll get access to all that great stuff. But before we do that, let's close it up tonight. Mike, starting with you. I had a great night. It's great seeing you guys too. You know, I missed you guys last week. I had a great time with you know Rick and Joe, and it was fun recording with them last week. But uh, listen, it's, it's great. I'm looking forward to the new group too. You know, a lot of people have really, really cool drink recipes, and I can't wait to see what they come up with and what some of their favorite you know beverages are when they're in the parks. And it'll be nice to have that branch out and see some of that as well too. So uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to talking with everybody on there as well. Dan, no, great show. Um, man, I swear to God. There are so many shenanigans going on with this group. <laughs> it, you know, I, I'm, I'm off on the firehouse every, one, every once in a while. Uh, and whenever I get on with these boys, it's like I'm right back in the firehouse because, you know, we do some real stupid stuff. Uh, but I, I, I'm really looking forward to this group, though, the, the Dr Disney drinks page. Because, again, like there's so, there were drinks on this top 10 list that, that I haven't even tried yet. So I'm sure there's tons of drinks out there that some of our DDP members have had that are really good that they could recommend. So I'm kind of looking forward to that and you know trying new things as we go along. Because, again, Disney always has so much new things to offer that you know I'm sure so many of us have not tried. So uh, it should be a good thing. 100%. Dave? Uh, fun recording with you, um, talking about uh, some deliciousness that you can find in the parks. And, uh, yeah, just a, a great uh, – I love that this topic came up organically as something that uh, our listeners came to us and said, we want to do this. And we said, all right, then we used this as an opportunity to then uh, have a little bit of fun in it and create a conversation, but then uh, give them another uh, talking point. 
to come together. And that's really what this whole thing is about. 100%. I absolutely love it. Uh, DDP family, have an amazing week. I cannot wait until every week being able to record with you guys and, and spend time talking about Disney. It's one of the highlights of my week for sure. Have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Enjoy one of these drinks. Make it. Go join the group. Post your picture. Um, enjoy one of these drinks. Bring a little Disney into your life, into your home. And we cannot wait to see your photos on that page really, really soon. Everybody, have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.